When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cuz, Cuzaroo, Cuzaroo. Who are these podcasts? They do a show about shows. It's hilarious. The show's hilarious. <laughs> it's showtime. W-A-T-P. 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 Oh my fucking God. Hello, bag slappers and cousin Roos, and welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show where two dads from Buffalo explain the rules of making a good podcast. I'm your host, Carl. With me, as always, is Andy. What up, bag slappers? And Andy's brother, Joe. Hello. Welcome, guys. Thanks for being on here. Mm-hmm. I'd like to remind our listeners, you can visit us at whoarethese.com. Do you know that we have merchandise now? Shut up. You, you can not. get you can get WATP merchandise uh, from our website because of our friends at wehavemerch.com. And uh, what's my tagline? Show the world how much you hate Opie or Maddox or Flat Earthers or what Adam Carolla has become or Howard without Artie or whatever. <laughs> Purchase. That's all on a koozie. Purchase Who Are These Podcasts <laughs> merchandise at whoarethese.com. Leave us a voicemail, 585-612-1388. Email the show, show at gmail. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on iTunes and then shit all over us in the comments section. We have some new ones to read later in the show. But first, we'll be reviewing a podcast called Opie Radio. No way, really? Yes! Did you look at Opie's merch? Uh, oh, I've seen Opie's merch before, yes. <laughs> I you, al- you almost ended up with an Opie radio hat, except for it's insanely overpriced. You were going to buy me an Opie radio hat? I was. <laughs> I was. <laughs> that was. But then you, then I found out that you had your own merch, and I'm like, ah, fuck it. It it's fucking costs half as much, so. How much is it? Opie, a hat? Like 30 bucks. Get Jesus the, oh Christ. Yeah. You know, and you know, and what would I do with that, you, Joe? You know, am I going to wear land, it? You land right on the merch page when you when right. you like go to his thing yeah it doesn't you don't go to the podcast page no you go to the merch page that's all he has is merchandise okay. that's, the, that's the only thing he's got going on we listened to his show because he had stuttering john on along with jackie the joke man Ugh. we had to revisit opie yeah. radio it's the first time we've revisited a show well i shouldn't say that we revisited a show quite a bit uh, yeah. it's the first time the main feature of WATP is a show that we've done before yeah mm-hmm. But this is just too good. It's a perfect storm. We all listen to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. <laughs> it was very hard not to. It's hard not to. <laughs> because you devote so much time. This was a two-parter. Yeah. Episodes 46 and 47. He put out 46 on Monday, 47 on Thursday. So he did one show with these guys and made his entire week's worth of work. Yep. Must be nice. <laughs> Seems, this seems might have good. to be a two-parter. <sighs> I could probably turn this into a two-parter. It's like three hours of yeah, episodes. It's a lot. There's really a lot to get to. And I don't even know where to start. I had multiple people. Our teaser last week worked amazing. 
Yeah. yeah. Multiple people reached out and actually listened to this show yeah. in anticipation of our review of it. And I feel bad for these people because yeah. they were not happy about no. it. No. No one was happy about it. Like, holy shit, I actually went and listened to the show. Just annoying banter. It doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's OB Radio. If right. you've gotten this far listening to this and think that you should go listen to it, do not. Right. If you want to listen to unfunny people walk on eggshells around each other about... Oh, did I offend you? Is somebody going to be offended? It's not fun. It's not funny. All right, let me start off with this then, because Stuttering John starts off on the show before Jackie the Joke Man gets there, and they're both from Howard Stern. So there's a lot of Howard Stern talk on this show. But John wants to know why he hasn't... He was never asked to be back on Opie's show when he was on Sirius. He was a guest one time. Right. And then he's all upset because he's like, well, what's going on? So here's the here's the clip of uh, Opie explaining why John wasn't asked back to be on the show. But it was more like, uh, at that point, we knew like the writing was on the wall, and they were they pretty much had it out for me, so I was hanging out with my guys more than anything. Uh, we, we didn't get a lot of guests on the that, imagine that. that last uh, version of I the didn't show. Know. All right, so that's Opie's excuse. The writing was on the wall. We didn't have a lot of guests anymore. It, you know, it wasn't you. It was us. However, Obi's a fucking liar. Yeah. Because all I have to do is go back to a couple episodes ago, and I think I these clips came from the best debate in the universe episode that I did. This is Opie on the beach talking about how getting fired from Sirius blindsided him. Not gonna lie to you, it was devastating. I was really, really bummed out, really, really depressed. I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do after that happened. I was very, very surprised I was let go by SiriusXM. Extremely surprised. Oh, he was very, very surprised. And then he says this. And wow, did that come out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. And then on this show, he goes, the writing was on the wall. We were on our way out. That's why I didn't have guests anymore. Are you lying to me or stuttering John? Oh, 100% John. He's trying to dodge interacting with John as much as he can. Oh, I don't know maybe, why. It, maybe it has something to do with my clip four. Before I do that, though, I just have one more piece of my package here. So, Stuttering John makes up excuses. He gives Opie excuses for him. He says, yeah, I didn't know if maybe Howard said I couldn't come back to Sirius, or maybe because I did Anthony's show, and that's why he didn't want to have me back. And Opie goes, no, 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 I mean, Howard, I'm way off his radar, and so are you, and Anthony doesn't talk to me, so no, that's, you know, I don't care about that. And then... I have a clip on why maybe he didn't ask him to be back on the show. This is how captivating John is as a guest. And uh, and then... Um, uh, That's Southern John <laughs> as, a, yeah. as a guest on a show. Joe, what do you got? Uh, play clip four. All right. And, and you still go by Opie, right? Uh, sort of, yeah. Because <laughs> it's I, Greg, it's Opie. Well, no. He doesn't even know what to fucking call him. I don't either, though. They're such good friends. Maybe it's yeah. because you're an unfunny bore who doesn't know how to talk. Yeah. He's not a get anymore. <laughs> no. Stuttering John, you're not a famous person at this point. I want to just talk about, he, he mentions he wasn't asked to come back on the show. He's not sure why. Is it because I was on Anthony? And then Opie goes, why, did you talk shit about me on Anthony's show? Yeah. And this is two guys having a very comfortable conversation. Did blow Did up you trash me on Anthony's show? No. No, I just, I oh, know. All right. All right. Well, I'll ask you right to your face, because I, I, I don't, I, I... No, not at all. In fact, uh... <laughs> I'm not sure which one's the stutterer. There are so many clips that I have where Opie's stuttering more than John is. So stuttering John has a book coming out. 
He's very excited about it. He's been you promoting don't say. it for months. Yeah, he's been promoting it for months. And it's going to be this tell-all behind the scenes on Howard and Leno. And he's got all this stuff that's going to happen. Does everyone know who Suttering John is? I have to explain this. I feel like I don't no, have to Well, we did this. an episode on him. We've so. done a whole episode yeah. on him. If you're listening to Howard, this show and yeah. you don't know who Stuttering John is, I don't have time for that. All right, good. You hear that, Switzerland? We're not <laughs> going to explain it. So this is him explaining that he's not sure when his book is coming out. And thankfully, Jackie calls about this because this is a ridiculous thing <laughs> when you've been promoting great. a book forever. Anyway, on that note, my <laughs> book is called Easy. We partying. My book is called Easy for You to Say. And it's and it'll be out sometime in October. But, but and your book is gonna Yeah, my book is mean and cutting. Really? No, wait, wait a minute. What do you mean sometime in October? You gotta have a publishing date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was released on October 11th, this episode. And he goes, it's coming out sometime in October. And Jackie goes, whoa, 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 whoa. You don't have a date for when your book comes out? How is that even fucking possible? I know. You don't have your shit together enough? Yeah. Skip down to uh, my clip two. It's I t- called it Worst Sellers List. So well, why is it getting delayed? Because uh, we had, I was doing the audio book and, and I noticed a bunch oh, of mistakes. Oh, shit. <laughs> he can't even get out of his own way. I can't talk and I can't write, so it's going to turn out great, I imagine. So they're talking about this book that's supposed to come out, and yeah, you can pre-order it. You don't know when it's going to come out. Nobody knows. And Jackie says, well, you got to have a release party. That's how books work. And then there's a hilarious joke that ensues. Right. Amazon.com. But you got to have a release party, John. What? A release party. Let me know. I know some restaurant people. Is this a is this a legit book? Yeah. All right. Yeah. With a real publisher a, and all. I had a release this morning. <laughs> Boo! Be more funny. Fucking thing sucks. I had a release this morning. That didn't even register as a joke to me. We've never talked about Jackie the Joke Man on this show. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Can I? Can I just give my take on him real yeah. quick? Yeah. Okay. Jackie was the head writer slash comedian on the Howard Stern show right. in the 80s and 90s. Jackie does not write jokes. He steals other people's old jokes and then tells them on stage. He's not a joke writer. You guys know this, right? I, I did not know that. You didn't know that? I... All of his jokes are just other people's jokes. <sighs> he's the worst kind of comedian. And he laughs at all of his jokes. I... Like it's the first time he's ever heard them. Yeah, that, yeah. that I know about he's him. He's insufferable is the best way to describe him. Well, Jackie has his moments. I mean, as an old Howard Stern fan, I have a warm place in my heart for the guy, but he's not a talented comedian. He's definitely the most tolerable person in this room. Yes! Well, (laughs) yeah, because you don't hear Carl at all. Carl's not even on the show for the most part. Let's... Pull back just a little bit. We yeah. never got into like what sums this up. We're, oh, no, we're a little, I didn't. There's I got right so much it. to get to. Shout out to the cannon today. Play yeah. my clip one. This okay. sums up the whole thing for me. And this is Carl. Okay, got- this is Carl talking to John. I, I got to be honest. I've told John every time at the party exactly what I do. This is the most he's ever looked at me in the face. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry if I was mean to you. but No, no, no. Mean would have been good. You just fucking walked away from me eight yeah. years in a row. <laughs> oh, the other guy God. making no connection. There's never this, um, you never know who could help you. You know, don't step on people on your way up because you never know who can help you on the way back down. John does not subscribe to that in any way, shape, of, or form. This is way out of context. He's explaining that... Carl Ruiz has met Suttering John at Guy Fieri's party, like his Halloween party, eight different times. Right. He's met the guy. Hey, John, by the way, 
Carl Ruiz, I'm on the Opie show. And Sonny John just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now they're in the studio together. He's like, hey, nice to meet you, Carl. And Carl's like, I've introduced myself to you eight fucking times. Yeah. <laughs> and then this is the best part about this whole conversation is that the reason why Opie knows Carl is through Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri used to be on Opie's show all the time. Yeah. Opie still doesn't know how to pronounce his fucking name. <laughs> yeah. I like to say Guy Fieri. <laughs> because I see an R in there. What? It's Fieri. But, but there's an R in his last name, right? Stuttering John. Right, Stuttering John? Back me up on this. Like, Opie, you're just an idiot. Fucking ridiculous. I, I can't. I don't know. Who fucking cares? When the show first starts off, First off, Opie has this weird intro where he Oh, yeah, that was my next thing. Oh, is this your or, next thing? I don't know. Yeah, but go go for it. Yeah, listen to this. Live from the Westwood One Studios, it's the Opie Radio Podcast. They recorded this two weeks ago and put it out in two different segments. What's live about that? <laughs> it's the opposite of live. Oh, we know. used to be on the radio. That was live. So the is other... There, there's the, no such thing as a live podcast, yeah. is there? <laughs> that would be called a streaming show. Right. Is what we Why? call that. So one of the things that is insufferable about this show is the, the producer guy, Joe, or whatever mm-hmm. that comes on. Joe, yeah. Shits all over the engineering, right. the producers. Anybody who's trying to make the show not suck, he comes on. He's like, well, this show's terrible because... Uh, Mike and, and and this other guy fucked it all. Not because Opie's a fucking idiot, yep. but because everybody else is a, is a, an incompetent fuckhead. So you've got this guy, Joe, yep. and he's got a great radio voice. Hmm. Why is Opie doing his own fucking intro? I don't know. I, like, what? Oh, That's it's your Opie problem radio? with this? Yeah. I want to hear, hear less about everybody. <laughs> Why is he doing Why? I don't know. I didn't understand that. Do you have, do you have the same clip? That I had? No, it's that. It, it was, was that. It was, it was, that was my number so, two, yeah. Since jo- you brought jo- up... Go ahead. Since you brought up Joey, this is Joey in part two. Again, we listened to two and a half hours plus yeah. of this shit. So this, there's this just must, so much to get to. Yeah, I must have clipped this, we, too. I feel like we're, we're all three of us are completely frazzled by how <laughs> fucking ridiculous this show is. We don't know where to begin. I can't figure it out. It's, Joe, get down off the bar. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. All right, so this is... Joey explaining that the engineer totally fucked up and didn't have Carl Ruiz's mic potted up. Yeah, but first I need to address one thing, because I'm sure by now you can hear that Carl's mic is hardly being picked up at times. That's because uber fan cop turned producer Mike Sappho isn't wearing any headphones, so he has no clue that the channel the Cubans on is crapping out. He has no real reference point, so it's hit or miss moving forward. In cop lingo, it'd be like putting a blindfold on before shooting your gun. Uh, I'm hurting too, Opie. <laughs> yep, please, as long as you're firing that gun towards Opie and John and Jackie, <laughs> then I'm fine with it. What kind of morning zoo shit is that? I, yeah, I had that same clip. It's I, I called that suck explanations. It's, if you have to have somebody come on and explain hey, why Hey, by the, the way, the reason sucks. why this show is not funny is because <laughs> the hosts aren't very talented. You know, you know, All right, now back to the show, Opie. The, the show sucks because... Opie burned all the bridges, doesn't trust anyone, so he hired his friend who was a cop to be the audio engineer on a radio show. What I mean, right. why don't you hire a cop to fucking do your taxes next? Slash bodyguard to protect him from all the people that wide. hate him. Guys, keep in mind, this is not an independent podcast. It sounds like it is. This is Westwood One. It's a corporation yes. behind this fucking show. And at one point, I don't think I clipped this. At one point, they start talking about, hey, are you going to get a job back at SiriusXM? And, and Opie's going, well, Carl and I might go back on the radio. We have offers. 
Dude, you're oh. ah, you work for a company. You have a show. Play, play my clip nine. Do you have that? Yep. Okay. He and the Cuban love Sirius XM. The best places ever. <laughs> oh, right. why, why? Are you are you gonna get a show back there? Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, nice. Nah, we might go somewhere else. I don't know. Well, hell, we, we fuck. Got, fucking, you know, I could be third, Mike. We might. Uh, we have we have an offer. We have an offer to go back to radio. Stuttering job application. <laughs> And you hear Dopey sidestep that so fast. He's just like, uh, yeah, uh, I think uh, we're just going to uh, break up the show then. Yeah, right. That's the end of the offer. There's no offer. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. You just hear his car take off. Yeah. I could be third mic. Speaking of third mic, you're saying Westwood One is a professional radio operation? I thought so. Or they, there's some professional? I thought it was. Play clip three for me. Yeah. So, yeah. You don't have to keep Jackie waiting if he wants to come in. I mean, I... No, we're talking to you about your book and stuff. <laughs> no, I know. I, I just... I don't Why wanna... would you do that to John? He, he's been he's been in showbiz so long. Because Jackie's going to think it's me. And, and no, no, I, no. I don't wanna... <laughs> well, what they're doing is they're not telling you the truth. There's not there's not an extra microphone. Yeah, that's the problem too. He's gonna have to sit on your lap. Oh, is that true? <laughs> yeah. Look, look oh. at that. Do the math. Look I, at, I this is a shithole. Look at do the math. Yeah, look. we just started this. Oh, I, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> this place is a shit. These are the people that fucking gave you a job. Yes. This place is a shithole. There's only three mics. It is surprising to oh. me. That they they only had two chairs. Yeah. Which this is this is the very beginning of the show. Stutter and John, what's up, buddy? We don't have a chair for you because we're we're just uh, building this thing. So they don't have a chair or a mic because they're just building this thing. These are all things you could just order all at once. They also building it. One hundred percent fucking know that there's going to be four of them in right. the studio today. And this is great because they're keeping Jackie waiting. Yeah. And Jackie legitimately gets pissed off about it. This is him finally just walking in and, and just saying, fuck, I'm not going to wait for someone to tell after, me to come out. After an hour. After, they well, put on a show already. Yeah, here's this. Work. Jackie, Jackie. Five times the cocksucking security guard said, why are you here? You can't stand there. Jackie. You can't be here. Ask, ask Mike. Ask Mike. I said, go get Jackie. And they, and they said they only yeah. have three microphones. So, so you got to sit in the Robin, uh, Robin booth. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the no, point no, is, no, don't I'll fucking book me if you got you three microphones. <laughs> they only have three microphones. That's no, not... so don't book me. Jack. What an asshole. Oh, it's ridiculous. He's always, yeah. ever since back to Stern, when he was even on Stern, he's always been the guy that gets, like, no, he gets less respect than Roddy Dangerfield, right. according to him. Well, I he's think that's always, true. like, demanding people respect him. Right. Why? Right. Why? What have you ever done to he earn He doesn't command respect, any respect. You know? oh, well, the funny thing about that is... Opie is well known, this is well documented, that he would keep people waiting to come on the show, waiting in the green room, as a power move. Mm. They'd have a really good comedian ready to come in, and Anthony and Jim would be like, yeah, let's, let's have him in. We're just, we're just shooting the shit. Get this guy in here. And Opie would make him wait an hour, because it was a fucking power move. It was the only control Opie had over the show. He wasn't funny. He wasn't interesting. Yeah. He couldn't steer the conversation, because the comedians were all took it over. The only thing he could do was keep people waiting. And so again... What, what end, though? Well, right. To what end? Everyone hates him. It makes the show worse. Everyone hates his guts. Yeah. To yeah. that end. Yeah. yeah. So that was his power move. So now he's doing it again. Yeah. Now that he has a podcast, but it doesn't work anymore because it's just a shitty podcast everyone listens to. So Jackie's just like, listen, man, I'm, not, I'm just going to go home. Can I, can I just come on the fucking show? <laughs> it's not like he has the power anymore to keep people waiting. And this is legitimately Jackie pissed off. Hey, Mike says, I'll meet you guys in the lobby at three o'clock. Yeah. So I'm there at 10 to 3, waiting, 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 waiting. Well, 3 o'clock, I'll be down in five minutes, and now it's 3 fucking 30. 
<laughs> I mean, you could hear it in his voice. Jackie's not doing a bit right there. So you told me to get here at three. I got here early, and I'm fucking standing down there like an asshole. What and, I, and you guys are talking to stuttering Johnny to nobody. Bring me up. What's going on? What the, the most interesting part of this, to me, yes, is that Carl blows this up completely. But he's like, "Why are you doing this?" Either mm-hmm. Carl doesn't understand why Opie's even doing it, and he's like, "Why are you doing this to to him?" Both John and Carl were saying, "Bring Jackie in." Now. Yes, right. And he's right. like, "No, no, no, no." Right. No, and, no. I want to talk to you, John. I want to find out about your book. I want to talk about the Trump call. Like, right. No, no, no. And then like Opie's embarrassed that there's only three mics. He's yeah. clearly embarrassed by it. Yes. And Carl's like. <laughs> He knows all about it, and so the, my question is like, why does why does Carl blow up Opie's spot? Or is like, do they not have? And this is just like Carl must be just like have he's had it with fucking Opie's bullshit. Carl has integrity, right? He while he does laugh at Opie's stupid jokes, and he does continue to be the yes man that Opie needs around him. He also is a legit talent. Mm-hmm. Carl Orlando is a funny guy. Mm-hmm. You don't hear it in these two shows. He doesn't talk at all, right? But. He doesn't put up with that kind of bullshit, and he does speak his own mind, which is nice. And anytime we've done these segments, yeah, you can tell that Carl is the only shining light. Oh, he'll get sick. He'll show. get sick of this soon. Yeah, yeah. I well, mean, there's going to be a death pool for when Carl just fucking leaves the show, and now Opie's going. Everybody fucking leaves me, man. Everyone's. Uh, can we talk about the Opie conspiracy shit real quick? Okay. This is a very important thing for me. So you guys got to bear with me for a second. I have a, I have a package. Yeah. Oh, wait. Okay. I have a package here. Stuttering John, very early on in the conversation, talks to Opie about when it was just you and Jim Norton after Anthony was fired from Sirius. The show for two years was Opie and Jimmy. And Opie loves when someone has his side. He gets so excited. You were talking to Jim, and Jim wouldn't give you anything. Nothing. <laughs> you know, and it no, was like... Thank you for noticing this, because no. you're a radio guy. You've done this a long time. Yeah. He purposely made sure he wouldn't laugh or go with anything I was doing. And I'm like, well, then what the fuck are you doing here, man? Yeah, and, and I he, felt... And, and then he had a plan. He had a plan, yeah, man. Yeah, which was what? Oh, wait, oh, to get his own show? Uh, t- to take over the show. Ain't no fact checking. So Opie <laughs> says, Jim was sabotaging our show. I was on there, and he was just tuned out because his old goal was, in a couple of years, he would just take over the show. All right? That's the conspiracy that he set up. Right. A couple more clips from Opie here. This is just, after he says that, he finds a way to compliment himself by talking through Carl. So this is Opie patting himself on the back. But thank you for noticing that, because Carl's like, man, you seem like you're back to your, your old self again. I'm like, I, I am, because, uh, you know, we're doing stuff, we're enjoying it, we're laughing, we have right. chemistry. Yeah. You know, uh, I help Carl along, he's helping me along, you know. Yeah, you know, even Carl said that, yeah, I'm pretty funny. Right, Carl? Remember you said that I was funny? <laughs> Remember that? All right, sorry. The, so after that, he then talks about how he knew he was saying funny things. And Jim Norton was giving him nothing. Again, remember, this is on purpose in order for Jim to take over the show. But Jimmy would sit there stone-faced. And I remember thinking to myself, I, wow, I didn't know we were doing this, but this is this is good. Uh-uh. I remember when you do a radio show, you know when something's funny. You know, like, that's funny. And I, and I would think to myself, motherfucker, I know what I just said was funny. You're purposely not giving me shit. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. 
Is there any evidence that Opie's ever said anything that's funny? No. I've never heard it. No. What but, is he talking about? So I have my clips. Joe. Oh, you got I'm in more? the middle of a package. Sorry, sorry. I didn't, this I didn't is a very a important package. package. Go, 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 go. This is, a, this is going to be mind-blowing to people. <laughs> because I do the research that no one else is doing out there. Yeah. Opie goes on his show, calls Jim Norton a pussy. Do you remember that? Yep. He goes, Jim Norton's a pussy. Yeah. He should have left the show. He didn't want to be on a show with me. He sabotaged my show. He ended up taking my job in the morning slot. This is Jim Norton. This guy's a goofball. He's not conspiring to take over uh, Opie's job. So Jim Norton, on October 10th, was on the Mike O'Mara show. Oh, yeah. And addresses all of this, <laughs> which is amazing. This is Jim addressing the fact that Opie called him a pussy. As far as the, the thing with Opie, we have no relation. In fact, somebody uh, hit me on Twitter. She says, Opie called me a pussy. Like, he called me a pussy like, because I stayed with him instead of going with Anthony. Uh, when the reality was when Opie and Anthony, when Anthony got fired, I was hoping Anthony would come back to the show. I was hoping he would come back on. But, yeah, Opie was right. I just didn't enjoy working with him. Um, he's not lying about that. So Jim says, <laughs> look it. I said on the show that was my job. And it would be great if Anthony could come back. Remember, Anthony was fired over tweets. Right. He didn't do anything to Sirius. He didn't do anything on the air on Sirius. He didn't film anyone taking a shit. He didn't film anyone taking a shit in the bathroom at Sirius. <laughs> he just tweeted things that Sirius decided to cut him loose. So Jim says, oh, I was holding out hope that maybe we can get the band back together. And then he addresses this whole plotting against Opie. But Opie acts like a victim. Like everyone was out plotting to get him. He actually said, Jimmy wouldn't give me anything in studio, like, laugh-wise. It's like, hey, stupid, if your jokes were funny, I would have laughed. <laughs> like, this idiot acts like I was sitting there plotting against him. It's like, that's just not how my mind works. Yeah, that's a weird conspiracy to have that Jimmy had in his mind, all right, I'm going to make Opie look terrible. And then in two years' time, two years and three months, I'll be able to take over the show. Yeah. So Jim explains the real reason why he took over the morning show. Like, he thinks that me and Sam plotted to take his show, Instead of realizing he sat out for almost the entire month of August because he thinks he's Howard. And it's like, hey, you just couldn't get away with that. When they were negotiating that final deal, instead of sitting on your ass on the beach, had you been in doing radio shows, uh, me and Sam would not have been doing radio shows. And you'd still have your morning show. And Sam and I would have went 10 to 1. Like, he, he's just delusional. And that's what makes him so difficult to be around. <laughs> Amazing. So I, I didn't listen to SiriusXM at this time. After Anthony left, I listened for a week or two, and I couldn't take it anymore because it was so unlistenable, Opie with just Jim. So I didn't know this whole background, but apparently Opie decided to take all of August off right before his contract was up, and then he came back and they go, you can have afternoons. We'll put you on three to six. <laughs> and Opie's like, well, these guys took my job, man. What the fuck? It's like, no, you... No one's listening to you on the on the radio. Right. No one likes you. Your Q rating is, is nowhere. And you took all of August off. No one's seen yeah. you. When you should have been you showing weren't... your boss that you were a valued asset. Right. You went on vacation. Exactly. And made, you made yourself look useless. And nobody missed you. And no one missed him. In fact, they were probably getting a lot of positive feedback. Like, oh, you know, Sam Roberts with Jim Norton is, is pretty good. Yeah, this is like, actually better oh, than... Hey. People who actually like these two guys together. Let's get rid of this fucking dud that wants to take a month off. Right. Jimmy goes on to explain Opie's insecurity, and this is so great. I, I love that Jim breaks this down. But the insecure version of him 
when he watches everybody in the room being funny and he doesn't feel like he fits in. He doesn't feel like he deserve, he belongs there. And he'll, he'll, he can deny that, but I'm, I mean, I've been around funny people my whole career. Right. When he's insecure, he's awful. Uh, because he turns into a baby and he turns resentful of people who are being funny around him. And comics picked that up. This is why Opie doesn't have any comedic friends anymore except for Carl Ruiz. <laughs> I'm not including Sherrod. I'm not Vic including Vic Henley. I'm not including those two. <laughs> those two are not comedians in my book. Um, and then just the last clip I want to play from Jim Norton on Michael Mara, and then I'll let you guys get back into the show. I apologize. But this is just, this summary of Opie is what I've been saying all along. I call this one, Jim Norton nails it. If he had oh just God. relaxed and enjoyed it, um, you know, he, he would have been much more fun to be around. I'm sure he has his complaints about me. I can only no. tell you that me and Anthony have remained very close. You know what I mean? It's like uh, he's just unable to see it, and I don't care if he ever sees it. Like, I have no interest in helping him see it. Um, let him t say what he wants and feel how he wants. It's, it's irrelevant to me, you know? So this is what Jimmy's saying. All right, Opie, you're not a funny guy. But you're the Opie from Opie and Anthony that is an amazing show that everybody loves. You got Jim, you got Anthony, Voss is coming in, all these different people. And it's a really funny show. Just sit back and enjoy that you're part of this. You don't have to be the guy who gets off with the great jokes. Yeah. I equate this to, what if Ringo Starr had said, I'm not getting enough credit for the songwriting. <laughs> That's because you're not the songwriter, asshole. Johnny Paul already the songs. You're lucky to be in this band. You're not even a good drummer. You're in the fucking Beatles, and you're not even a good drummer. That's what Opie should have done. should have been the Ringo star of Opie and Anthony. Like, dude, you're famous for no fucking reason, except for you surround yourself with people who are very, very talented. Yeah. you can. He's grabbing me by the lapels of the tuxedo I'm wearing, everyone. Fine. Fine. He really, I, I don't have I a, warned you I had a package. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't have a clip of this. I don't know if you guys have a clip of it, but he really did reveal it at one point that when they, when Anthony and him were getting along the most was when their, both their relationships were like falling apart yes. and they were both miserable. They'd hang out at the studio and like get bombed or whatever mm -hmm. and f hang out and you know, that's when the show was clicking the most because they were kind of like on the same wavelength. In the early and, 2000s. Right? Yeah, right. And, you know, when Anthony got fired, the smartest thing this idiot could have done was to, would have been to just fucking walk out with him. And they could have taken the show anywhere else, but they no longer got along. Right. So he didn't do that. He's like, oh, I'm going, to, I will get by because he's fucking an arrogant I finally Idiot. lost this dead weight of Anthony, the talented one. Right. Well, that's off what, to bigger and He's been holding things. me back. Well, that's what he thought. And then he complains that Jim Norton didn't leave, which is insane. Yeah. Like, this is all Jim's fault because he should have left when Anthony got fired. Jim Norton had a full-time job at SiriusXM that was paying him good money. Why would he Why leave would he that? Right. that? It doesn't make any sense. Anyway. So. Joe, what do you got? Opie said at one point that he wasn't really aware of Jimmy's show or whatever. Uh, my five is is a little on that. Okay. When I left Sirius, they got rid of my VIP account, so I I, I, I hear the show isn't doing that great, but I, I don't listen or know yeah, no, much no, about it. So. No. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't listen because he doesn't have a VIP account anymore. He would listen. He would listen. He would listen to Jimmy's show. 20 bucks a month? Nah. No. Yeah, I can't afford 20 bucks a month. They're <laughs> right. not giving it to me for free. Yeah. So I'm not listening.
Yeah, right. That's just my clip. I'm sorry. My clips are divided into pathetic and sad and bombing. <laughs> okay. So I, I, I have to kind of jump around a little bit. But yeah. I, ha- I have another one that highlights Obi's insecurity. My four called Insecure Obi. It's quick. You have to listen to this. But... Okay. Two, one, I can't it. wait to hear this podcast <laughs> yeah. again. Wait, now what? I don't even know car. what. So he's gonna go listen to his own podcast in his car. That's and that. Wait, when you're really talented, do you think Howard goes back and listens to the replay of his own show? And no, to it? does he definitely does, does Andrew, not? If he did, he would fix some shit. No, that's what someone like me. I'm not a comedian. I don't have like I any confidence on the mic. I'm gonna go back and listen to this. You're the goat. Like, yeah, I'm gonna be like, was I actually any good on this? Should I stop doing it all together? And I'll listen to this again. And that's what Opie's doing. Get ready to be super insecure. I'm pretty sure that was Carl who said that. Two, one, I can't it. wait to hear this podcast <laughs> yeah. again. Wait, now, what? Oh, that's, that's Carl. Oh, <laughs> so Carl's going the insecure one. Okay, swig and a miss. All right, Carl. I did say I was no good at this. You did. That was perfect. You backed that up very so my, well. So my my clip eleven yeah. is all 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 the name dropping. Get get Ad Rock ready okay. because this is a, a montage of the name dropping. Guy Fieri, Kavanaugh, you know Mitch Fatal, uh, Corbin Burnson, uh, Billy West, uh, Eugene Levy, and his kid with Aaron, Dennis Blair, and Max Alexander, and Mike Saconia, and oh, Ralphie May. I stutter on ours. Dark off Uncle, Gilbert Gottfried, Garrett Morris, Lisa Lampanelli. What? <laughs> Drop! <laughs> There's like half those people I'd never even fucking heard oh, of. Jackie was throwing out names. Yeah, all the comedians were there, and he says like eight people I've oh. never heard of in my yeah. life. My, my clip one, I called this pathetic name dropping. <laughs> okay. I've known him for 40 years. Back when I used to, uh, I used to run a, a comedy show Wednesday nights at the Bitter End, and it would, yeah. and Simone would come with Henny Youngman's grandson, yeah. and. Uh, the the MC from Dangerfields and Bob somebody the gay guy that used to book it and there was nobody there and we just left our asses off. So- Great story! <laughs> Holy shit! A bunch of nobodies I don't remember were there. Henny Youngman's cousin and Eugene Levy's son. Who the fuck are you hanging out with? Some gay guy that blew me. So I mean, what's the interesting part? <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand what that story was. At the very end of the show, at the very end of part two. Jackie starts rambling, and Jackie's an older guy. I'm not an ageist. But, you know, when you get older, you some of the synapses stop connecting in your brain. He makes zero sense out of this. Yeah. It's funny, he just because you alone, he, he used right? to break my balls that I had all these shacks, and I could never fight back, because the truth is, where I live, the, the houses are all small, because it's a small little area. Yeah. And I don't even want to talk about it now, but, you know, it's bad enough people come looking for you. There's no reason to pinpoint it, so I wouldn't defend and explain my reasoning for why I was there. But the reason we were there led to me being where I am. So the, the whatever the plot was worked. So Jesus. It's, uh, no you, idea what you know, said. <laughs> Like, I have no idea. Yeah, I clipped that, that too, but then yeah. I tacked on the the very next part of Opie's reaction was, uh, we'll end on that turd. Like, he was just like, <laughs> that was the fucking worst. The reason we were there led to me being where I am. So the, the whatever the plot was worked. So That's how we end today with a big fat turd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. They went nowhere. And listen, that's a long time to be podcasting. I get it. You just get to a point where you just get delirious. Like, what are we talking about anymore?
And Obi can't run the show well, so it's just these guys rambling on and on with whatever stories they're telling. Yeah, I, we'll just like finish out on J my Jackie clips. There's one more where okay. it's called Old Man Can't Internet. And in those days, I was just looking at the HTML and mimicking it and then putting it up and hoping it would come up. You know? <laughs> right. And this guy helped me, and he said, um, will you put a little, uh, whatever you'd call it, on the front page uh, of your website. And I said, no problem, because I knew how to do that. It was a but I, I thought it was a little ad, but it was a GIF. And I don't even know if I knew what a GIF was at the time. <laughs> okay. Great story. Long way around to fucking nowhere with yeah. this guy. Every time he starts telling a story, it's. I know Carl is not a fan of this. Joe and I do it a lot where you pull the taffy of a story and you're you're always like just get to the fucking punchline don't bore us get to the chorus <laughs> exactly me and you're pulling the taffy of a fucking you know a, a banana flavored taffy that nobody wants well but the whole problem tacky. the whole problem with the show format is that opie thinks this mundane conversation is a show because if you have people on the show that the fans should be interested in, then anything they say is interesting to those people. It's just not the case. No. You have to continue to prove yourself all the time. If you're going to be a guest on a show, I'll give Howard Stern credit. Steve Martin, the same way. These are people who, every time they went on a talk show, they brought something. Right. They didn't phone it in ever. They said, okay, I'm going to be on a show. Well, Howard hasn't in like 10 years. But before that, he would bring lesbians on with them. He'd have a whole bit. Steve Martin always has something going on. Don't just go there and just have a mundane conversation. That's yeah. not a show. Right. I know you're a celebrity, but that's not a show. Jackie the Joke Man, you're not relevant. Not a celebrity. I, I You guys keep using this word celebrity. That means celebrated. These are just personalities. These are just personalities. Yeah, that's, a, that's a really good point. <laughs> not good personalities. And I got to tell you that with Stuttering John, I've listened to his podcast, obviously. Right. I've heard him on Anthony Cumia's show. He's a one-trick pony. He's got nothing else. I was so angry that I had to listen to the fucking prank phone right, call the Trump story, story again. all over again. The Trump story again. Let me play a clip that no. I have. I know. I know. It's just so fucking <laughs> annoying. Um, so he tells the story again, and the big joke is that he was trying to have uh, Ganji, Grillo, which... Oh, Casey. Casey, yeah. He's trying to have some fucking nobody from Howard Stern. He's trying to have Casey call into the show, and Casey couldn't. So instead, he talked to Trump. And listen to how hard it is for him to get this joke out. Casey said he was busy, so it was, it's more unbelievable. Uh, it, it, the guy getting trouble getting in touch with Trump is that Casey was too busy. Right. He had something to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. What? <laughs> fucking mouth noises. It's like the. <laughs> Uh, he so didn't disgusting. even structure that story correctly. No. He like said the punchline, then he came back to the setup, and it's like, John, you're not an interesting guest. You're terrible. It didn't make any sense to me either, though, because he reveals that he was riding around in his car yeah. when he finally got like Kushner and Trump on the phone. Yes. So it's not like he was recording a podcast. No, he, he had driving a down the street. He had to call his buddy and three-way him in so that that person could record the call. That's why it sounds like such garbage. But like, what is he doing? Just riding around, like just hitting numbers on his phone, hoping that something interesting happens? Well, this is the best part is, and I give Opie a little bit of credit here, because I've documented this call pretty well. It's yeah. 
a nothing. It sucks. It's a nothing burger. He calls up Trump <laughs> and pretends to be a senator and talk about things that actually a senator would talk to Trump about. It's so boring. Yeah. So Opie, thankfully, says this. It was and, unbelievable. And then at the end, I just I, I just said, and a baba booey to you all. I just I put that in just fucking. Right. But that was it. Why I didn't you ask him about, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, it was amazing. So it, it, uh, trust it, me, I, yeah. I bow to you for get, doing this. But why didn't you ask like about Stormy Daniels or something? Yeah, you know, I should have. Because he... Yeah. <laughs> so Obi says, yeah, it's great you talked to the, to the president. Why didn't you make it funny? Yeah, why didn't you... No shit, Sherlock! No shit! No shit, Sherlock! No fucking shit, Sherlock! You have Trump on the phone! <laughs> Say something funny! <laughs> well, because... Okay, Just so... Just throw it out He there. says... He's doing stand-up gigs, right? Somehow... Yes. He is Stuttering John the uh, yes. uh, riding Jackie's coattails or something. It seems like they're package dealing yeah. each other because John says, I, I go there and Jackie's there. And then I, I, yeah. you're in Jackie's here. Yeah. And whatever John just, like, books fucking running around and, doing something. Yeah. So he's a quote unquote stand up comedian. Correct. Here's some of John's jokes. Okay. Uh, seven. All right. Yoko Turco. Um, uh, you know, Mossy Turk. That's my name for her because she ruined the show. Really? Uh, so you came up with. A name for somebody who ruins a podcast? Why don't you just call her the Stuttering John of Podcast? <laughs> I have to tell you, again, you're way out of context here. I don't think anyone knows what, you, what just happened here. He's talking about Marcy Turk, yeah. who took over and ruined the Howard Stern show. Right. And he calls her Yoko Turco. Right. It's okay. hilarious. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. If you were just listening to that, would you have any fucking clue what That's, the fuck would just happen? Well, if you listen to this show, funny. you would. It's not, it's not a funny joke. It's not a funny joke. Well, that, you, you had as much, you had as much context... <laughs> You had as much context That's listening true. to that right now as you had when he said it originally. That's true. So this thing that I do when I have a number, see how it says set up? Yeah. That tells me that I need to explain what's about to happen. <laughs> so people have some fucking clue what they're hearing. You're like, yeah, play track four. Duh, Yoko Turco. What an idiot! <laughs> Okay. Listen, you don't. <laughs> nobody needs explanation that saying Yoko something is that person is bad at something Fair or ruined or ruins a ruined good thing. something. I think I, the Yoko reference means it's you a terrible it. fucking joke. <laughs> Fair enough. Then eight is right. his other awesome one. The whole thing grew grew like a mushroom. I mean, it was yeah. Nobody knew anything. A toadstool. You know, yeah. <laughs> Him chuckling at his own joke. A toadstool? toadstool? Why? Is Why that, is that like funny? John's attempt at like free association? Oh, it blew up like a mushroom. <laughs> a mushroom. John, and John's like, mushroom, what do I got? What do I got? Pizza. Uh, psychedelics. What's growing in my underwear? Like, how does he come up with fucking toadstool? toadstool? And then, and, and Jackie's just like, yeah. yeah. And John's like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, dude? There's a lot of that going on. There's a lot of them laughing at each other to try to make it seem good. Opie does this thing where he tells the same joke twice. He explains that the people who are on this podcast were famous 20 years ago. Yeah. Okay? So he throws out this, if this were 1998, this would be great. He does this joke twice. Yeah. Don't get Jackie yet. We're talking to Stutter John. Let Jackie fucking wait. <laughs> Did you ever hear that? The, this isn't 1998. He can wait. Me, you, and Jackie. If this was 1998, this would be an amazing lineup for a radio show. <laughs> Here's a tip. 
Opie, if you're going to do the same joke twice, make it 97 the second time. Yeah. So that I don't associate that by having I'm listening to the show and go, oh, I'll make a mental note. Opie told the same joke twice. Yeah. You made it too easy for me. You're making my job easy at this point. Yeah. Also, they were never, they weren't big in 98 either. <laughs> 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 Again, you're like, these are not celebrities. Stuttering no. Judd, people knew about him in 98. They still didn't give a fuck. No. It's not like it was a big deal. You were a phone screener. So I, I was tried to point out how unfunny John is, but yeah. num- my number nine is how unfunny fucking Opie is, too. So you were bullied by chicks? Yes! <laughs> I have a Me Too moment. <laughs> I have a Me Too moment. You're, you're like Kavanaugh's girlfriend right. in seventh grade. Where's my hashtag? <laughs> no, but, uh, you're a hashtag Me Too? Where's my hashtag? <laughs> John's laughing. So John uh, is like uh, uh, not fucking amu- A, it's not funny. It's not, funny. It's not what the Me Too movement's right. about at all. They're completely off on it. And yep. John is just like desperate to get back to himself. Yes. Carl right. and right. Opie are laughing yes. at shit that's not funny. And John's just like, huh, 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 huh. can we talk about me now? Uh, fucking dickhead. All right. I have an example on here. They decide to go on this thing where they just start telling topical jokes. So first off, Suttering John says the most douchiest thing you could possibly say. He's talking about how many chicks he's sleeping with. Yeah. Which, you know, John is in his 50s. Like, you're still bragging about sleeping with girls. It's gross. So gross. And then Opie and Carl start riffing on just something that's topical. Is automatically funny? I, I don't think so, but. At least 200 since the divorce. I just went crazy. Oh, crazy really? like two or three a week They're, I was just on, on a roll were you pulling a Kavanaugh or, or was this <laughs> no, no, were you in the no. devil's triangle <laughs> no 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 how no. many were blacked out <laughs> no no I bring pills I, I bring pills I was performing in Cosby <laughs> oh yeah you Cosby him up yeah, Cosby him up how many did you write in your calendar <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Oh my God, those jokes were like Hurricane Michael. Uh, Am I right, guys? What the fuck was that? They just said things that are in the news. Was it on your calendar? Ah! The fuck? It's the Hurricane Michael of podcasts. (laughs) It's deadly. Yeah, that was bad. I mean, starting John bores people to death. I got a couple of that. Uh, Number five is uh, Opie checks out. Oh, okay. I think I have this one too. You know, you know, they came with us, you know, with the e, the e contracts. Are you with me? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're, they're handing me a note to make. I, 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 whatever. There's stuff going on behind the scenes. I was making sure everything's oh, okay. cool. All right. Because I was panicking that we're not uh, getting this recorded right. Oh, okay. So continue. Sorry. So. No, don't. What the fuck? I, I gotta make sure you're paying attention to this super boring story that I'm gonna start telling for the fourth time. Right. What oh. a fucking dick. Like, like he. He acts like he's never been in a radio studio. Like, there's not somebody, like, there's shit going on. We're Mm -hmm. trying to continue a show. You know, shit might be going wrong. He needs to get a note. He needs to fill the time for him. Instead of calling, are you listening to me? Did you hear what I fucking said? You are 100% correct. What a dick. That's how radio shows go. There's a lot of things going on. Someone's giving you a note. You're checking. You're having a quick side conversation. And fucking John looks at Opie and goes, dude, are you paying attention right now? (laughs) I am saying... I am giving you gold right. right now on this show. You're not listening. That's how, crazy. How dare you big time me? Yeah, no, right. No, I'm not paying attention because this is fucking boring. Yeah. And there's there's another part. Uh, 
my six is called True Professionals. I mentioned how toxic it was. I think the one thing, and Jackie, maybe I'm wrong here, but you know, you know, in speaking for you, oh, he can't hear me. I don't know. Um, what's happening? Where does that? Uh, what's going on? Where did Carl go? Uh-oh. Now, Jackie, Uh-oh. there's more notes. <laughs> oh, uh, Carl's doing a phone call, and Jackie's in, in oh. here now. So, so Jackie, continue. Like, Half the studio was walked off the show at this point. <laughs> Can we talk about what the setup was? Edit this shit out. Yeah, Joey, that's your holy job is out of the show. Let's talk about. The setup of the show. They get there and it's Carl and Opie and Southern John shows up and they go, we don't have a chair for you. But they do have a third mic. Right. So now there's there's three microphones, two chairs. Jackie shows up. So now there's three microphones, two chairs, four guys. So Carl eventually gets up and goes, dude, take my take my mic. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave. Now Carl is in a totally different place in the building yeah. and he's called into the show in order to be on the show. But this, the engineer didn't pot up his microphone, so you can't even hear him talking. <laughs> yeah. And then Jackie's actually not with them, he, so they can't see each other. For some reason, Jackie's in some other He's area. Like in the, the Robin booth. They yeah, they could go to the Robin booth. Yeah. So nobody's looking at each other. No one knows what's going on. The equipment's malfunctioning. It was unbelievable. And this yet, is a legitimate podcast. And yet these three guys would have you believe that they are A-list celebrities right. that have seen it all and done it all. So I, I only have a couple of clips left. I put together a little compilation okay. of these three guys letting you know how fucking big they are. Okay. So that's my number 12. All right. <laughs> because we're, everybody's acting all big shoddy in here. So, I mean, me, you, and Jackie, if this was 1998, this would be an amazing lineup. I know what I just said. It's funny. I do have a book coming out. Guy Fieri, because he's coming on my show a lot. You know, Jay Leno has always told me. The whole time that I was there, <laughs> yeah. I, I'd get interviewed. And I was friends with Ralphie. I put him on the stage with me in Pittsburgh. And, and, and Artie was doing my radio show at Sirius at the end. Yeah. And uh, I passed on. I bought a house in Calabasas. Oh, Martin, you got so lucky. You, uh, you know, we're jealous. That, and that's money. when you were truly a star man because you had to be a big shot didn't you you had to open up your mouth we fly into uh, uh, la i write my jokes in the town car on the way there i do the i do the appearance with jay and it kills and uh and then after the you know, you know after the uh segment the exec producer and head writer offered me a job i only canceled because i i had to do a, i got to do a book signing thursday you know, I kept on turning down the Tonight Show. I was headlining in Las Vegas. I had a huge party upstairs. I had two, four suites. John, how would you like to be the announcer of, of the Tonight Show? They, the show is so great, and you guys are so great. <laughs> Holy shit, that's good. <laughs> that's a lot of fucking big timing going oh, on. It. That's fantastic. Nice job, oh, Joe. God. Unfortunately, Spotify is going to take off my fucking feed now because we just used uh, copyright <laughs> copywritten music for <laughs> I thought this I thought this podcast was so fucking small that we could do whatever we want that's probably true <laughs> that's probably true even though these guys are big deals and big celebrities they still fish for compliments this is John just needs a compliment He's talking about what a great job he did when he was on Opie's show a while back. Yeah, no, it was, it was all good. You were very complimentary, and you said, I could do another four hours with you. That's yeah. the first thing you said to oh, me. Oh, yeah, no, it was great. I mean, it was awesome. I was saying all that shit when uh, uh, Eugene Levy and his kid were there, remember? Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, so. You know. <laughs> Could you imagine 
mentioned he's on the show with Opie. He's going, remember when I was at your show a few years ago and Eugene Levy was there and I was making this joke? No. <laughs> Who the fuck does that? No, I don't remember you were there, John, because Eugene Levy's kid was right? there. And he was more important than you. <laughs> all right. I, I want to play. This is another thing that Sonny John talks about all the time. He's all butthurt about how Howard Stern treated him. Yeah. And he brings up this bit that Howard Stern did on the air where he, Howard says, when, his, when John's wife was pregnant, he says, your wife should have an abortion, which is a joke on the radio. Mm-hmm. Right? This is uh, John still bringing that up. It still pains him. Like, if, like he told me on the air to abort my kid when my wife was pregnant because I'm not fit to be a father. <laughs> Joke. I don't know why John's still upset about that. Yeah, a lot make of any it, sense to me. Yeah, a lot of it is about the way they got treated at Stern. Jackie and yes. John are always bitching about how yes. they didn't get paid enough. It right. comes up over and over. And I, my three, I called money grubbing. They have a, a little bit where they reminisce about their Christmas bonus. Oh yeah, yeah, this is great. You gave me a canister with fucking popcorn in it for Christmas. And he goes, oh, well, that was Allison. I go, I stuck my arm in there looking for a check. <laughs> you fucking... It's, like, they're just fucking desperate. They're, they're s- worth so, all this money. Like, what they're doing, yes. like, deserves to be rewarded. I, I will the- tell you that I do have a specific stance on this. If you feel like you should make more money, prove it and go make more money. Right. That's how the world works. That's how the economy works. Right. So when Howard doesn't pay these people a lot of money... And says, well, if you can go make more money, then then go do it. Go start your show. Jackie goes, okay. Guess what? He's never made as much money exactly. as he did when he was at Howard Stern's show. So, He's lost a shit ton of money by leaving that show. So Howard was right. right. He didn't deserve that right. much. Stay where you are. Th- these guys have absolutely... John fucking is like, oh, I started it as an intern there when I was 22. Right. Because Mitch Fatale, like got him the job Correct. there. Yes. This is somebody who never had to work a fucking day in his life and got fucking skated by because he stutters. And they, he just fell into this fucking job. No, 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 no. You forget that he was he was getting A's in college. He would have been a celebrity either <laughs> way. Bullshit. But so, listen to me, Artie. So you went play, to play my play play my ten. And that's my last one. And okay. uh, No, after I got a lot to say. I got a lot to say. When you left Howard, how much money were you making a year? Well, not, uh, eighty-five thousand a year. I mean, it was. I mean, eighty-five thousand is a nice life, but I mean, that's. Well, but no, consider it. No, but, yeah, but hold that, on. I'm but, gonna, I, taxes are going to be taken. No, out I understand of that city, all that, but yeah. no, taxes are going to be. Fuck <laughs> you. First of all, if you let, let's just if with inflation right now, just for everybody who's listening right now, if, the if 90s you don't know, or this is early two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Right? So eighty-five thousand back then would be the equivalent of one hundred and thirty-one thousand six figures. You would have been making Look at a you. six doing figure salary. Shit. What are you, an economist? I looked it up. I, I put it in a calculator, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I looked it up. But I what people may not know yeah. uh, if you work in radio or mm. TV or anything, these are low-paying jobs, mostly because 
everybody wants to do it. Right. And so it's a saturated market. And if you if you don't like the money, you leave. And there's a college kid right. who will slip right in and do the job that you're doing Tell for less the man money. Works is exactly. exactly right. The, you... The job that John was doing on the Howard Stern show would have been the equivalent if you were doing it in a smaller market, thirty thousand. Yeah. There's now a, there's no joke. A million people who would take that job in a heartbeat. Yeah. Right. Exactly. If he's not there. And he was making six figures, and it wasn't fucking good enough for him. However, New York City six figures. Yeah. Which means his rent was sixty thousand a year. So eighty five thousand is not impressive <laughs> yeah. in New York City. I know, I hear what you're saying. I never begrudged him for leaving though, right. because if yeah, you're gonna be the A, I don't Jay Leno's a fucking moron for ever picking him up as the announcer for the right. Tonight Show. That is absolutely ridiculous. I don't blame him for leaving. <laughs> right. It's it's an incredible fucking opportunity for yes. him. I didn't blame him for leaving. But to be bitching about the amount of money that you were making then, that guy, all you did was read other people's jokes to yes. celebrities, yeah. and you think you should be making what? A <laughs> half a mil? It was also a phone screener, like you said. Right. Like, what was he doing? People doing that job for nothing. Right. right. Yeah. People do that. Wolfie for is free. doing that now. I don't know he's making any money. College interns get school credit to do that. You are making eighty-five grand. Right. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. I'm with you on that. Let's talk about Opie for a second. <laughs> We're not talking about Opie. We're talking about stuttering John and Jackie too much. Mm-hmm. Opie does this thing, and I pointed this out before. He's terrible at a political conversation. He should just avoid it. <laughs> he doesn't know anything about politics, and this is what I call Ope on politics. Well, that's that's where I'm. I'm definitely different than your politics. I I don't believe in either side. Yeah. I think they're all uh, <clears throat> playing games and they're all uh, uh, full of shit. Well, yeah, full of shit. Dynamite drop in money. That broadcast school has really paid off. So Opie <laughs> has an amazing point of view that politicians are all assholes, right or left. Like, right. Oh, okay. Good one, Fresh Opie. Take. Yeah, exactly. You can, that's, a, that's an amazing take. Who would possibly say that? And then in part two, he brings up politics again, but this time he is driving this conversation into the ground. Well, you, you, you bring up something there, though. There was a time where if your friend uh, didn't line up with you politically, you, you still got along with each other. Yeah, of course. I, I that's not the case anymore. No. It's like it, it's an all-out war. It is. It's it's, the country is completely split in two. But, he has supposedly three comedians on the show with him. And he starts talking about how, yeah, we were divided as a country. What are they supposed to do with that? Maybe that's why Jim Norton wasn't laughing at your jokes. There's nothing you could do with that, Opie. You've just you've ended the conversation. Everyone just goes, yeah, it sucks. <sighs> anyway, mm-hmm. ever tell you about the time that Howard uh, got me a Christmas gift? Like, fuck, <laughs> Opie, what are we going to That has No one can relate to this conversation. This no. goes nowhere. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not even accurate. It's not like people that have different points of views can't be in the same room together. It's right? not It's not accurate, I know, this whole thing. Joe's a cucked-out, libtard snowflake, and I'm an <laughs> alt-right Republican, and we still get along. I didn't know that about you, too. That's what everybody says, right? That we're alt-right on this show? I think so. I think that's people's <laughs> take on it. This is Stuttering John. Again, cannot wait to talk about his amazing achievement of talking to the president. I guess you guys... Uh... Did you hear about that, OP? What? I did him when I pranked the president. Oh, no, I want to talk about that. <laughs> did you hear about that? 
You won't shut the fuck up oh about it. We've all heard about it. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did you hear what I said? I was going to come in here and read Wikipedia. And it's definitely on the Stuttering John Wikipedia. It's the last thing on there. It's like a whole page about how he pranked the president. Let me give Stuttering John some advice. I know he's listening. John, I was once on the Anthony Cumia show, but I don't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not bringing it up every episode as if it's a big deal. It's not a big deal. Just move on. You talk to the president. Whatever. You should probably put it in the intro of your show. <laughs> One of these podcasts, they do a show about shows. It's hilarious. The show is hilarious. All right, so Anthony Cumia talked about us a few times. Whatever. I don't bring it up. It's not a big deal. John should play the prank call at the beginning of every episode of his podcast. Yeah. Said, uh, he might. He should Would play. anyone know if a fucking tree fell in the woods? Would anyone know what John's doing on his podcast? I don't. You should play him saying Baba Booey to the president at the beginning of oh, every show. so fucking lame. He doesn't even pronounce it right. Boo, 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 do you? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, this is them talking to Jackie and Opie is shocked that Howard wouldn't have Jackie back as a guest. For the fans. But I mean, but the fans would love to hear what you guys are up to, and it would be amazing radio. It's so weird to me that he just doesn't want to go down that fucking road. All right. How many times has Jackie been a guest on Howard since he left the show? Several. A dozen? I don't even know. He's been on the show many, many Many times. times. And Howard threw him the world's biggest bone and let him have a radio show on Howard 101. Yeah, yeah, the Joke Hunt, get it? Yeah. Joke Hunt. That's another thing I learned reading, (laughs) reading Wikipedia, that Howard took care of him when he really didn't have to. He did. And he did have him on the air of... Every once in a while. This was the Artie Lang era when Howard was doing amazingly well on Terrestrial. He went to, to Satellite, brought over millions of subscribers. Artie Lang was killing it. Nobody was pining for Jackie the Joke Man at that point. Do you remember that? No. I mean, you guys no, are yeah. Howard fans. Yeah. At that point, I didn't have a conversation with anyone who was like, well, they had to bring Jackie back. And I was like, it's so much better now. Right, that show's right. amazing. Yeah. And meanwhile, you're exactly right. Howard's like, he would have had him on as a guest. Hey, Jack, what's going on? What are you pity. doing? It was a fucking pity play, yeah. for sure. It would have been amazing radio. I want to um, dissect Opie on this little bit. He gets, Opie does this thing where he stutters a lot, and he's not sure what to do with himself. And I have an analysis of this, but listen to this. He says, I got to say this, and then he says nothing. You know. I gotta, I gotta say this about, I I, am, uh, I don't want to, but I, 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 I'll, I'll say this. So, I mean, but if you're hanging out with him having dinner, that's the real guy, don't you think? And then when the mics are on, he's trying to perform and well, put, I, a sh- uh, put a show on for people. Now, you know, it, uh, you know. And- <laughs> what was that? He goes, I got to say this. I got it. Oh, I don't know if I want to say this. I, no, I got to say this. When Howard would hang out with you and, you know, just going to dinner and stuff, that was the real Howard, right? And I was thinking about this. Like, what is Opie? What was he afraid to say? What was he trying to say? Hmm. He was thinking that Stuttering John was going to say, the Howard Stern that I went to dinner with was the real Howard Stern. The guy on the radio was playing a character. And John said the opposite of that. John said, no, no, no. The guy that I went to dinner with was acting nice to me because he's a pussy. The real Howard Stern was the guy on the radio telling my wife to get an abortion. (laughs) So Opie, I think what he was going to say was that I used to play a character on the radio. I pretended to be someone I'm not. 
because I wanted to be interesting and compelling and I was Opie the Destroyer and that's not really who I am. And then he stopped himself because the whole point of this talk radio thing is that you have to be real mm. or else who gives a shit? Yeah. If you're playing a character, if you're just acting, why am I listening to your show? I think that's where Opie was in his head when he said, I gotta say that, well, I, I, well, I, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I gotta say it. Uh, and then he doesn't say anything. Yeah. I think that's where he was going with mm. that. Yeah, that's eh, just my quite opinion. possibly. Who knows? What do I know? <laughs> Let's talk about Opie being terrible at the um, commercial reads. Oh, God. This yeah. is him talking about this thing called Talkspace, which is a ridiculous fucking product. You have a psychologist or a psychiatrist that you can text with, yeah. a virtual <laughs> psychologist or shrink or something. But listen to how Opie reads this. Everything's at a 10. This is not a conversational read in any single way. Can't imagine fitting anything else into your life well. With Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. Get something off your chest whenever you need to. Talk about everyday challenges at work or at home. Just chat about life. There are no extra commutes, no leaving the office, and no judgments. Jesus Christ. Not, is he having an allergic reaction and his tongue is swelling? It sounds like he went to the Voss fucking <laughs> school of announcing. They did great It's crazy that he can't just read like a normal human being. He's been a professional broadcaster for 25 years. He gets some copy in front of him and he goes, Rod, you want to know the most amazing thing that's ever been invented? It's Talkspace. I can't believe you're not using Talkspace right now. I'm using it. I'm texting right now as I'm talking about Talkspace. It's Talkspace. Uh, I did put together a, a super cut of the, the quip ad in the uh, second okay. episode. Yep. These are the highlight. I, it's like... A minute and a half of bullshit. Yes. It sounds bad, but there's some uh, outstanding parts that I, I strung together. This is the, the Quip Supercut. It looks cool. It has no charger. It's really nice and compact. And so... You're like, oh, it's time to change my brush head on my Quip. Oh, I love my Quip. He's talking about a toothbrush. What the fuck kind of read is that? I know. I know it's how, so weird! What? I know how I'll really bring the listener in. I'll go and record this in, in my the, bathroom. Yeah, that's, yeah, I think he was in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Oh, let me play you the setup to that, because this is so frustrating to me. So this is the guy Joey, who's the producer, or does the post-production. I don't know what the fuck his job is. Yeah. But he's the guy who they, they talk to on the show. Oh, Joey's going to take this part they out. They blame him for in. everything? No, that's the cop that they blame for <laughs> shit. Mike, yeah. But, yeah, and this is after the where he explains why the show sucks. Right. That he's like, I got, I gotta save this. I better bring in my fucking kid. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. That's exactly right. So, so Joey says, yeah, for some reason the the guy who's who's running the board didn't bring Carl's mic up, and then he does this bit that's out of fucking nowhere. Greg, where are you? Obi went to the bathroom, Dad. Bathroom? What's he doing in the bathroom? He's got a new toothbrush. I think he's brushing his teeth. Oh, all right. Thanks. How'd you get on this podcast, Roman? I have an iPad and internet. Seriously? How'd you get on here? If I told you, I'd have to kill you. I'm going to pause it right there. <laughs> How is that a funny bit? And anyway, this guy just wanted to have his kid on the show. I guess. I don't know. It's, it's That's a, not funny or fun. No one's having fun with that. Completely off the rails. Was he watching his kid go to the bathroom? Probably. <laughs> I, I know there's like a, a toilet flushing. It's so hacky Didn't radio. Didn't like John ass. and Opie both complain that people went after their kids, like yes. and the thing. 
And then this guy brings his kid on, like, I don't know. I, I won't go after his kid because I want to just shred this whole thing, but uh, that was ridiculous. It's, I'll just say so that was silly. ridiculous. All right, so then, so this all of a sudden now uh, goes into that livery that Anthony had the super cut of, or Andy had the super cut of, but I just have to play this for you because this is so confusing to me. Hmm. All right, here's Greg from the bathroom. Getquip.com slash Opie. I love my electric toothbrush from Quip. I got to tell you, it's sleek. It looks cool. It has no charger. As soon as I got my Quip in the mail, I threw my old electric toothbrush right in the garbage. With Quip, it uh, charges with one single A battery. So it's really nice. All right. And sweet. Here's my question, guys. (laughs) He's talking about an electronic toothbrush. Yep. He says it charges with a battery. That's not charging. It's running off. It's the opposite of charging, right? And then he says with a single A battery. I've never owned an A battery in my life. There's double A and triple A. What's a single A battery? Do you guys even know what that is? No. I mean, I'm sure it's a thing. I've never heard of it. it. I've never owned one. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. You can get a single A battery. I'd rather just plug it into the wall. I have an outlet so, in my bathroom. So what you're saying I is because you it. never heard of it, it doesn't exist? Is that what you're saying? I'm asking you! <laughs> is this a thing? All right, this is another thing. As we're talking about these cheesy production moments where they're doing a podcast, but then they're also teetering on like a morning zoo. At the end of part one, they go into this thing where they read off People who followed the show on Twitter? Oh, I stuck. This I is the, listening. This is follow the follow-back yeah. segment. Opie Radio follow-backs. So let's look out into our magic window and give a great big Opie Radio follow-back to the following. At Girthy Mac. At Ben underscore Marsh. At Nando Orlando 55. At Jizu 74 J-E-Z-O-O. This is a weird element to the show because it reminds me of the show we did last week, Killers, Cults, and Nutjobs. Right. Where for 30% of the show, he's just reading people's names. Patreon. Who've acknowledged him. It wasn't even Patreon because they didn't make four bucks a month. I don't know what this was. Right. But then this show has the cheesy over-the-top morning zoo production where it's going right and then left yeah, and right and, like people, back and, forth. and there's like a crowd cheering yeah. and it doesn't make any sense. He's just reading off Twitter handles. Yeah. And they're like, follow these people because they follow us. Like, no. No. Uh-oh. I won't follow I'll any some, of these people. I'll give you some free focus group feedback. I turned the show off at that point. Yeah. I was done. What a even, weird thing to even do. Even when like I'm supposed to be listening to it to pull clips and like say this is fucking stupid you had a job I still, to I still turned it off <laughs> oh my god I still have more to get to guys do you have more clips to, to talk about I, I don't know do you want to hear Opie react to the stuttering John stutter that fucking everyone's heard a billion times oh right yeah they act like this is I, the funniest thing it's like we're all over this this yeah. is 1996 and Opie acts like he about. never heard it before okay and John John keeps telling everyone oh it's okay to laugh yeah I'll laugh if I want. It's the only thing you do right. that pe- makes people laugh. Your name is Stuttering John. Yeah. You don't have to give people permission you're to laugh in your face that you can't talk. That's why you're all famous. anybody's ever done for you, to you. What? That's all you ever give. <laughs> Ralphie had said yeah. it's okay to laugh it's okay to laugh that's what my therapist always did that's a but, beast yeah no but, a motherfucker but, so Ralphie had so he had like you know goofed to me on stage at the Tempe Sorry. Improv it's Sorry. okay Sorry. it's okay 
<laughs> and he's a pal like a acts like he never heard it before right. and then apologizes for laughing in his face over right. it i'm like what the fuck is this mm, yeah it's, yeah it was weird it's stupid another thing that opie does is he loves to interrupt people this is so classic opie he asks a question and then doesn't let them answer I'm going to go in a different direction with this now because, uh, you know, Howard Stern show, the Opie and Anthony show, you know, we were pretty big as well. Like the toxicity. It sounds like you guys uh, didn't oh, escape yeah. that. It, it sounded like your environment was extremely toxic as yeah. well. And I want to ask both of you guys that. Uh, why you think that is? Cause, because cause cause in all... our world, we had plenty of money. All... <laughs> Holy shit, Opie. This was a guy who was on a panel at a podcasting convention and talked about interviewing people. And how good he was at it. <laughs> oh, I'm really good at interviewing people. You just asked a long question where you complimented yourself. And then interrupted people as soon as they started to talk. Andy, I don't know. What do you think about that clip? I... Well, the problem with that clip is... <laughs> the fuck is that? That's not a good interviewing technique. I only got one left that... Uh, this is Howard Stern big times, OP. Okay. So then it, that happened a couple more times because he would come out of the uh, freight elevator. It was the only way, you know, he couldn't avoid me. I couldn't avoid him. Next thing you know, I find out that the Sirius XM is shutting down the hallways. Yeah. And and after I, I asked the right people, they go, it's absolutely because of you. He doesn't want to fucking deal with you. So <laughs> that makes all of us. He doesn't want to deal Opie with said you. said hi to Howard and Howard's like, we got to change Shut this. Down the building. <laughs> I never want to see this asshole again. And then Opie goes on to explain how they changed the rules of how they're able to walk around the building. Yeah. And Opie, this is again, a, I don't know how well you guys know Opie, but this is such a classic thing. He was always into creating viral videos. So he was always at his phone now, like, this video is going to go viral, man. Listen to this clip. Next thing you know, I find out that the Sirius XM is shutting down the hallways. Yeah. And and after I, I asked the right people, they go, it's absolutely because of you. He doesn't want to fucking deal with you. So in the elevator banks, you know where that is? And then the glass, I would have to sit out there. The, the, the video's on my YouTube channel. We could put it in the description of this podcast, whatever. But it, it's done incredibly well. I had to wait. <laughs> he says his video's done incredibly well. The video he took on his phone? Yeah, the video of this new situation at the, at the building. It's done incredibly well. Obi, you're trying to get viral videos still? I thought you were a celebrity. That's what you're worried about is YouTube views? Oh my God. That's what I'm worried about. Here's an incredibly well done video of me behind a glass wall filming Howard Stern walk by right. without saying a word yeah. to me. Well, it's well, done incredibly well. It's done incredibly well. Ronnie the driver giving me the finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I want to play uh, a couple other things real quick. Jackie the Joke Man is talking to Carl Ruiz, who's a Cuban. Do you guys know that he's a Cuban? If, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's mentioned this many times. Yes. And Jackie asked... It's in his nickname. Or no, Stuttering John asked him what nationality he was. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, is a Cuban. But Jackie wasn't there when that happened. <laughs> so Jackie doesn't know the difference between Cubans and Mexicans. He apologizes... To Carl for doing a Mexican joke. Jesus. I said, if you're, no offense, wow. Carl, but That's if you're a Mexican insane. standing on the fucking, <laughs> if you're a Mexican on the corner with a shovel and they pick you up to go pick lettuce, right. you make more than $25,000 a would. year. Dude, the offensive part was not the joke. It was thinking that a Cuban and a Mexican is the same person. <laughs> yeah. They're wildly different. And later on in part two, I, I didn't get this clip because I just fucking ran out of time. Jackie starts talking about spicy food. He's like, Carl, you know about this, but it's like all the peppers and the hot sauce. Like, 
That's not what Cuban food is at all. That's Mexican food. <laughs> Cuban food is very different than that. He's a stupid old racist. He's a, a stupid old racist. tells a Holocaust joke at the end of the first one, too. Yeah. He, no, he's stupidly proud about, oh, I spread it around. I do a Jew joke, and then right. I do a black joke, yeah. and then I mix which up is, Cubans and Mexicans. Which and then is I fine. talk about, you know, mentally challenged people. I spread it around. I don't care about any of those things. What I find to be hilarious is that he doesn't know the difference between Mexicans and Cubans. Yeah, he's an That's idiot. surprising to me. Like, you... This is, these countries have been around his entire life. The bit is that he doesn't care. No, the bit is that he, do, he honestly doesn't know the difference. Yeah. He's not doing a joke there. If that was the joke, I would have been in on it. He was, That was not a joke. <laughs> At the end of part one, they tease part two, which is so fucking weird. Again, this is getting into this weird radio morning zoo production value thing where they replay parts from the show you just heard. Remember... This is not a radio show where it's an hour and a half and maybe I listened to 15 minutes in the beginning because I was on my commute. This is a podcast we've all listened to. They play a clip from that and then they tease the next episode and make the most hackiest fucking joke. And stuttering John Melendez. I stutter on ours. That poor bastard must have a heck of a time on Talk Like a Pirate Day. <laughs> Ralphie had said he can't say ours. He goes, oh, talk like a pirate day. He's got to be a bitch for this guy. Is it? Is your son writing these jokes? Yeah. <laughs> Roman, <laughs> write me a joke. What the fuck is uh, going Roman, on? Roman, are you done on the toilet? Flush and write me a joke. All right, I have one more clip that I want to play. If there's anything else you guys want to play, we can do that. I know it's a marathon. You, you only have one more clip? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we don't have like a half an hour on the, the Brother Wee's section of this? I we could. We I could mean, talk I, about I it. I clipped it, but I was just like, do we, we really want to? Just, just whoever, funny about it. Yeah, I just no, want to I say, clip it. I just want to say, whoever uh, likes to send Brother Weez all of yes. all of the clips from this show, yeah. that Weez was talked about the, on this show fairly extensively, and we left it alone. So it's, it's just not, I mean, there's so much to talk about. It's not I didn't interesting. Find it interesting. Yeah, and I don't think our listeners care about Weez. Yeah. Weez is not interested. Somebody does because they... One person does. Salaciously. One person does trying to get me in trouble with this fucking guy and whatever. I want to talk about the fact that Opie has mentioned many times, Anthony and Jim talk shit about him and Opie says, well, these guys have nothing else to talk about. So that's why they make fun of me. I do my own show. I don't have to talk about these guys. I take the high road, right? This is him again saying this. I try to, I try to take the high road as much as I can. All right. Let's talk about Opie taking the high road. Definitely does not. Here is Opie taking the high road on Anthony and Jim, who, those guys are obsessed with me. I never talk about them. Uh, Jim Norton's a pussy. I mean, yeah, he, no, he, he really say, is a pussy. Because, he was, so. But he just stayed for the money? Absolutely. And the fact that it was a huge audience. He would he would spit on the floor if his uh, breakfast was wrong. It oh, was, really? It was insane. Anthony was a drunk. He wasn't a drug addict, was he? I don't he? know what the... I'm, oh, no, I'm, I didn't know. Well, he, I, no, I, I didn't know. I, I, listen, I, I, I didn't listen to you guys. I, then. I, you know, I, was, I was busy doing <laughs> Howard's show. I didn't know that he was a... He was a you know. it's, oh, whatever. Whatever. I'm trying to trust me. You're you're trying to fucking get me going, Anthony. You know, party. Let's say, and, yeah. and it, it, it got in the way with the uh, of the radio show. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was yeah. calling in uh, sick or late or not oh, showing okay. up yeah, so yeah, many yeah. fucking times. <laughs> He's falling asleep on the air. Even the staff that was really on his side would get frustrated because you know six o'clock or or when we were starting at seven, sometimes right around six or seven in the morning, we we still weren't sure if he was going to make it. Oh, see, I know. You're no I, fucking treat. I hear the show is. Doing that great. 
Way to take the high road, LP. Yeah. Nailed it. That's exactly how you do that. Holy shit. Some serious shit talking. I'm not going to throw you under the bus, Carl, and tell everybody that you steal your mother-in-law's social security check. I mean, I'm taking the high road. Exactly. Um, the other thing that Opie says, I didn't clip it, but it's just so funny to me. You know, every time Opie talks shit about people he used to work with, he has to fess up to some ownership because he knows he was a shithead. So he says, listen, I, I used to have an anger problem. I've addressed that. I've taken care of it. He's taking care of his anger problem. Does this sound to you guys like he's taking care of this? No. Like he's fixed? He's figured this out? Very angry. And everybody that's ever known him. All right. Well, that was a lot. That was a lot to get through. Is there oh, anything I'll else say. you guys want to talk about as far as this uh, Opie show? Whew. Not with this. I mean, goofy, goofing on Opie is as easy as murdering a newborn. Am I right, guys? <laughs> All right. Um, I do want to play a voicemail that we received. You guys will uh, appreciate this. Best modeling tips. Best tips for modeling and entrepreneurial success. That fucking song has been stuck in my head for days. Uh, love the show. Longtime listener. Now that Kevin's gone, you should have pros on all the time. Fuck oh, you guys. we should have Crozon all the time now that Kevin's gone. Oh, that's a pretty good idea, I feel like. I think this guy's onto something. Anyway, he was referencing a very old show that we did called Best Modeling Tips. It's my sister's favorite episode. Oh, this this song. Best Modeling Tips, the number one place for modeling and entrepreneurial success. Oh, I fucking love that song. Entrepreneurial success. That's great. That's Sorry, great I'm not Croge. Yeah, seriously, guys. You guys should be more Croge-like, according to our callers. Yeah, this, this voicemail thing hasn't caught on that well, but please, give us a call. It was a voicemail. 585-612-1388. And talk about how the co-hosts who are currently on my show suck. Yeah. co-hosting. I will play that every time. Don't you think that if Carl could get Croge every time, he would? <laughs> Good point. Croge is like, I'm washing my hair. You're practically bald. What do you mean? All right. I get it. I get it. All right. Um, guys. I have to just do one other segment, and then one other segment, and then we'll call it quits. That will be radio segment? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. So now it's set for... Opie Radio. No, no, no. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but I finally got on the Dick Show. I, I heard it. Oh, uh, good, good. Okay, I was a guest I was a guest on Dick Show last week, and actually it came out on Tuesday, and um, about an hour and 35 minutes in, if you want to check it out, did you know about a half an hour interview with him uh this is how that interview started out him asking me how i pee carl did carl and his carl and his boys reviewed an episode of this show yeah it was the episode where mr fancy pants was on and we first discovered that some men are pissing in bizarre ways yeah yeah yeah. carl by the way which way do you piss is it above the fly through the fly or above always the always through the fly that's ridiculous you would pull your pants out what are you seven that's yeah. ridiculous. Exactly. <laughs> like butters in South Park. Exactly. Just dry. Right. Yeah. Exactly. What are you? you pull your yeah. pants out. Yeah, all the way down stupid. around your ankles, just piss into the urinal. You're asking stupid. for it. Yeah. You're hanging your ass out. Like, you're asking right. to get it. Sl- I carry around a wet towel now, just in case I see a man <laughs> at a urinal pissing over his fly. I give, that a, I give that ass a crack. Yep. Crack. Was sitting down an option? That's how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they only give the two. Through the fly or above the waistband. They don't talk about, do you just sit down and pee through your vagina? Yeah. I pull up my pant leg and go right down the bottom. <laughs> yeah. This is, uh, I'm just going to play some, some quick clips on here. I'm just teasing my uh, appearance on the dick show. 
This is not like the Anthony Kumi show. I played the entire fucking thing. <laughs> this is um, in the middle of our conversation. This is a Sunday afternoon. I'm watching the Bills game. Yeah. I have people over upstairs in my house. I'm hearing them yelling. I got the game on down here. <laughs> and this is me just reacting to the Bills. Right. It's like, well, over, I've had this conversation with him so many times. Like, why do you think, why do you think uh, abusing children like this or treating children like this is beneficial? And he's like, well, that's how you get the next Mozart. Like, okay. Holy shit, the, the Bills just won the game. There you go. <laughs> with a field goal with zero seconds to go. <laughs> Sorry, I, I know no. this isn't what you're supposed to be talking it's much about. Much more important. Amazing. I'm a terrible <laughs> guest on a show when I'm watching football. <laughs> he's talking, he's like going off with this random about Maddox. I'm not paying attention at all. This is how entertaining the dig show is. I got the TV on. <laughs> how come you didn't say abuse children? You didn't laugh like Jackie? <laughs> <laughs> Here is, he asked me what makes me a rage. This is what he asked all of his guests. You come prepared to tell him what pisses you off the most. Yeah. All right, Carl, what makes you a rage, man? Dude, what makes me a rage... People who shit at work. Yeah. I don't know what you guys do and if you go into a, like a nine to five kind of thing. I get so pissed off. I shit at home like an adult and yeah. then I go to work all day. And I don't get there on time. I'm not pretending I get there on time. But there are people who get there before me all high and mighty and then they're in the bathroom for a half an hour. I'm already done with that shit. I'm working. <laughs> don't fucking pat yourself on the back. Oh, look at me. I got here at eight. Did you? Because you're shitting now. It's not yeah. impressive. The reason we can't sleep in the in the bathroom at work is because you assholes are in there shitting up a storm every day. <laughs> making it, it inhabitable, <laughs> inhabitable for the rest of us. All right. This is why I do love Dick, and I am a huge fan of his show. Because I brought that up, and yeah. Dick just starts riffing on it. And this is uh, Dick on shitting before work. Because those are the people you can't take on hunts. You understand? Yeah. This is, I'm talking about 10,000 years ago when you're in a cave, you're getting your boys together to go rustle up some food to go knock down a mammoth or an elephant and or something. There and, and Bill's fucking behind a tree because he got, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to evade your predators one, here, You're one Bill. spear down. Did you not shit this morning? Stay the fuck home. Mm. You're in no condition <laughs> to go out and hunt with the rest of us. We've all taken our morning shits. You go figure it. You stay home with the women today and help them hunt for cucumbers and clean up after us. That's what you're on shit. You're on shit patrol, buddy. Shit, dick. <laughs> All right. This is. Uh, I gotta drink two cups of coffee before I take a shit, okay? I don't just wake up having to Oh, shit. you're one of those guys? Train yourself. <laughs> I want to give everybody a tip, though. Like, you know, we, we spend a lot of time tearing everybody down, but I'll, I'll use this a teachable moment to build yeah. everybody up. If you are going to shit at work, don't leave your badge clipped to your pants as you drop them down so I can go, oh, Steve from accounting is stinking up the whole fucking bathroom. <laughs> Take your name tag off your pants, put it in your pocket, or wear it on a lanyard around your neck if you shit at work. I'll that's go my, one better. That's my tip. I'll go one better. I'll bring a different pair of shoes in so that when you look into the stall, you're like, well, Carl doesn't wear airwalks. Can't be Carl in there shitting. I'll fucking throw you way off my trail. I'll have an alibi and everything. We talk about it. I had a meeting with the uh, HR. I'll do, you one, I'll do you one better. Bring a fake pair of legs into the bathroom with you. <laughs> <laughs> You're dangling them. <laughs> Listen to you two. Oh, I work in a building that has a bathroom. Got this shit in a cardboard box behind a dumpster like me. <laughs> This is a polarizing topic, I realized, because on the subreddit, people were debating. They're like, 
Dude, obviously this guy owns a company because you have to shit at work. You should be using that time yeah. to make money. The boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. <laughs> exactly. There's a, a guy that I work with who I was talking to about this topic, and he invented an app, and this is going back years ago, where you would hit start, you put in what your whatever your hourly rate was or your salary, and you hit start when you start shitting, and you'd stop when you ended, and it would tell you how much money you made taking a shit. <laughs> and then you could save that with your friends, and you could accumulate it over time. Like, how much money did I make this month shitting? I didn't realize this was the whole thing. I will shit say, at home. I will say my favorite thing, though, was uh, there the, we have like a rotate and at where I work. The, the janitorial staff kind of rotates through, mostly because the facilities people are like, this guy's a fuck up. We need a new one. Yeah. There, at one point, I went into the bathroom, and I knew I could see that it was the janitor's shoes, and he was sitting in there shitting. Yeah. And I don't remember what movie it was, but I had just watched it, so I knew... He didn't have headphones in. I could just hear oh, him no. sitting in the bathroom watching a movie on the toilet. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. The Do that shit at home. You're the at work. janitor taking a shit. That's like an alcoholic working at a bar. Like, <laughs> Makes perfect making sense. Making the mess that he has to clean up. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. By the way, I want to point something out. I have gotten a lot of flack from people who say, oh, all you guys do is play other people's shows. You don't have any original content. We just did seven and a half minutes on shitting at work. We have original material here. That's pretty impressive, right? Well, we're way off the reservation from what this show is about. It's funny, too, because I got called out in the subreddit. They go, Carl was making fun of Maddox for talking about farting for an hour, and then his rage is shitting at work. <laughs> I, All right, good point. <laughs> I do also have to say, though. You got me there. <laughs> I do, I, it is uh, something I do take mild pleasure in is when I do walk into the bathroom at work, and somebody just like rips fucking Taco Tuesday ass as I walk oh. in, and it, it is nasty. But I'm just like, you're a fan of that. <laughs> that that's my greatest that. fear. If I I'm know. in there taking a shit, I will like hold it in if somebody walks in and wait for them to leave so that I, before I can finish. I'll, I, I'll one up you guys. I've held my breath until I've died before. My <laughs> my biggest goal is to make sure because obviously the the men's room and the ladies' room is right next to each other. Wait, you were passed out on the floor. I died. <laughs> I was watching myself from above. I'm just waiting for the day where I can walk out of the door and so and a woman is walking into the bathroom and as I walk out somebody's just like blasts ass like as loud as possible in there. That's what you're hoping for? Someday it'll happen and it'll be great. Someday it'll happen. That will happen. I hope for it every day. Holy shit, Joe. That's a problem. Every day I hope for it. This dude is fucking corny. Alright, I have uh, this clip that I wanna play where uh, we're starting to wrap things up while I'm on the Dick Show, and Dick says this. Man, hey, uh, do you guys do guest hosts? Because I would, uh, honestly, I would love to come on and shit on a show with you. Dick, I do guest hosts every single week. You're on. I would love to come on. (laughs) Hey, hey, push them off about six or eight times. It'll be fun. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you, don't you, don't you fucking bump me, you motherfucker. (laughs) I love it. I deserve it, though, if you do. Uh, no, right, the, man. the worst part is, Dick, is that I promoted the fact that I was going to be on your show. No, and I'm, I'm never sorry. Done that I feel even worse. I've never I'm made that s- mistake. I'm sorry. All right, it's booked. I, I, I'm not going to say what it is, but I do have a date that Dick is going to co-host nice. the show. Sweet. All right, at the very end of uh, my appearance on The Dick Show, 
I did the thing that uh, I was just making fun of Opie and Carl for doing. I told a topical joke. Uh, I think I asked my regular question. All right, all yeah, right, yeah. buddy. I, I, no, I can't wait to be on your show. Dick, I, I definitely have to get you on. Let's coordinate that. And I want to let you know that 36 years from now, I will remember this day. Thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> see, ya. see ya. All right, see ya. I believe him. Ah, uh, shit. I want to. I want to check out his show. Yeah, I don't yeah, want. I don't want to check out anything. Yeah, but I want to. It is. It is a great premise. It is a great premise, yeah. right? Sure. You got. Yeah. Why not? It's so fun to but, shit on people because. That's how you do a topical joke. You don't just come out and say, what did you, Kavanaugh, people? Yeah. I'm writing on my calendar, did podcast with Joe and, you, Car- and Carl and Piz. You allude to it in a funny way. Well, I hope Dick didn't listen to this one because Croge isn't on it. <laughs> Here is um, a quick ISO that I will definitely be putting on the board. This is a podcasting expert. Yep. <laughs> you got that right, Dick. <laughs> I do have some new reviews that I want to read real quick. Um, This is one that came in on October 11th. Worst thing I have ever heard. From the beginning of the single episode I listened to in the morning, I felt insulted on a very personal level. Not only are these jerks full of themselves, but they completely missed the point of podcasting. Podcasting is about having fun. These people just like tearing down others. Not cool, guys. Five stars. Yeah. <laughs> you missed the point of this show. In the morning to oh, you. No, no, God, that, that person gets the it. Five star. In the morning is a, uh, a reference to no agenda. Uh, good for one thing. If you're going to clear out a party, bore your in-laws, or make the Uber passengers hate you, this podcast is perfect for you. Otherwise, these sack peddlers are pure garbage. Five stars. <laughs> Here's another one. Uh, garbage. How ironic their logo is a garbage can, much like this podcast. Keep up the great work and Opie bashing, Kazaroo, five stars. Um, 100% free of chemicals that turn frogs gay. (laughs) (laughs) Being away from Rochester for so long has made me forget how fun and useful it is to be a complete a-hole to people. After listening to WATP, my spine has grown back, making me the only person in my city to actually have one. Five stars. Thank you, Johnny Steen. I don't know where he lives now, but sounds terrible. Uh, that, the, that almost wasn't a roast, though. I know. I was almost <laughs> too complimentary. I'll take that on post. Yeah. The worst ever. I've never written a, re- a review before. That is how awful this podcast is. The production is lower than poor. Their purpose is not to inform the listener, but to find anything they can to ridicule the podcaster. They find normal profanity so inadequate that they make up gratuitous, ugly slurs. The only way I would ever listen to another episode is to hear them review their own podcast. That is a one-star review. Uh, no, we did it, assholes. <laughs> we did review our own podcast. These two guys are here. It's episode 100. So if you do want to hear us making fun of ourselves, that does exist. But I, I like that they find normal profanity inadequate. <laughs> so they make up gratuitous, ugly stuff. Yeah, we just find it boring because we use it all the time. All right. Um, is this a new one? I don't think so, exclamation point. These are a bunch of jaded, cynical men who learn how to podcast. I thought I already reviewed the stupid show, but since I did not, let me say I am blind after listening, and now I wish I was deaf, too. I do enjoy the Howard Stern nod when saying WATP. I can't stop listening to this pile of blather and rubbish. I'm thinking of seeking out professional help or texting the crisis text line. Five stars. (laughs) 
So thank you for those. Keep those uh, reviews coming in. The five-star reviews are the ones that we enjoy much more than the one-star reviews. Yeah. Not um, bad for three guys and one microphone. Although we'll read them both. Well, tear down the what fourth wall. This is Westwood One. We don't have Westwood, Westwood One money. One money. Is this your first time podcasting? Okay. This is everyone's favorite part of the show. We've finally gotten there. Do you think we have any listeners still tuning into this? Mm, this has gone on a while. It's gone on a while. I have to you got a lot of editing. Go. Shit. All right, it's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The teaser. The teaser. This is the part of the show where we play a clip from the show that we'll be playing next week to people excited about it. Now, I'll say, last week I did not play a clip, and it was the most effective teaser we've ever had. <laughs> I said, we're going to do Opie again. The show hasn't come out yet. Here are the guests. People are all over it. Every time I actually play the clip... People are like, oh, that sounds terrible. I don't, I don't care about that. <laughs> Whatever. I don't learn from anything. So here is a clip from the show we'll be reviewing next week. My name is Doug McCambridge. I'm one of the two hosts with me, as always, is Jamie Lorello, wearing bells. I hope that's not distracting to anyone. I have on my feather headdress. I've got some jingle bells hanging from my vest. I kind of just want to dump in a jingle bell sound throughout the entire podcast. So if people didn't watch this movie, they know what it's like to listen to it. Or what about, what's that weird, um, like, Indian call that Felipe does all the time? He's always like, oh, no, no, no. I can't even do it. weird because it was like, it sounded like he, a... It didn't sound like it came from his vocal No, it sounded cords. electronic. Yeah. Like... This is a podcast called Good Times, Great Movies. They've sent us a note. They've reviewed us on iTunes. They've been asking us to review their show. Yeah. Asking you shall receive, my friends. <laughs> I got a teaser for our listeners. Next week, Crows will be on. <laughs> no shit, sure. No, so this is uh, Good Times, Great Movies. And what these guys do is they review movies from the 80s. Okay. They they Every two weeks, they watch a new movie from the 80s and then do a show about it. We're going to do episode 85, Can't Stop the Music. Ooh. You guys familiar with Can't Stop the Music from 1980? Mm, no. This is, the a movie. Movie? Yes, no. This is a movie. Yes. This is a movie that stars Steve Gutenberg, Bruce Jenner, and the Village People. <laughs> yeah. And it's hilarious because when you actually, when you go on the internet and look up who was in the movie, it says it was Caitlyn Jenner playing no, Bill. Yeah. I swear to Her, God. It, 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 I, the IMDB switched it. So. It's crazy. It's not Caitlyn it's Jenner. It's not Caitlyn Jenner. It, it's Bruce Jenner. <laughs> it's definitely, I've seen this movie. It's definitely Bruce <laughs> yeah, Jenner from 1980. Yeah. This movie I have watched because how did this get made? Right. That's why I know about it. And I haven't it seen is it. amazing. <laughs> I love this movie. No, so really. I'm looking forward to listening to these two jerk offs talk about this movie that, uh, I've enjoyed very much. You might much. actually like that podcast, girl. Based on how that thing gets off to that start, oof. I don't know, man. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have an open mind. This might be great. Let's uh, let's give it a chance. It'll finally be the episode when you figure it out. Yeah, maybe Crows will like it. <laughs> so butthurt. <laughs> uh, the, other, the only other thing I wanted to point out here is people send me emails, and typically I write them back very quickly. Uh, they'll send me suggestions or uh, just, you know, their take on the show. And I'll write them back. I got a note from our buddy Maynard yeah. in Australia. Yeah. And I love Maynard. And all I want to do is write this guy back. But you ever get an email that it looks like it took someone a really long time to write? 
Yeah. I'm so bad at responding to those types of emails. I read through this thing. And I'm like, holy shit, he must have spent a week on this email. So now I feel like I have to spend a week to write him back, and it's just not going to go. Was this because he heard you were going to come to us? Yes! <laughs> I'm invited. We're going to go hang out I with him. fucking go. All right, we're all in. Andy's coming. Jen from the Jingles Department. Let's all go. Will yeah, Crows be there? Crows, <laughs> <laughs> Crows will be on Skype. <laughs> right, um, let's start saving up. Anyway, Maynard, I, I will write you back. Thank you for the note. I probably will get to it this month, I imagine. It's just, it's so overwhelming. Sure. We're thinking about you. I mean, thinking guys. Thinking about you, dude. In this day and age, I get a text message. I respond to the text message. Maybe I wait an hour, but I'll get back to it at some point. You get an email that's multiple paragraphs. <laughs> and you're just, you're paralyzed like, by it. Like, you're oh my it God. With the gravity. Like a, Mar- like a, Mar- a Marcus level email. Yes. Why don't you Marcus put Marcus in touch email. with Maynard? That's and a good then, idea. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. This is really behind <laughs> the scenes. So please join us again next week because it might be the episode where we find out once and for all, who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. You gotta have boobs. All right, this is the, the one clip that I didn't play because I think we covered this. But I put some production behind it. Yeah. So I'm going to play it. All right, yeah. I was headlining in Las Vegas and a huge party upstairs and yeah. I had all the comics up there, you know, Dennis Blair and Max Alexander and Mike Ciccone and Billy West was up there. We had a great gang and we had, I had a two-floor suite. The suite that De Niro and Sharon Stone were in in the film Casino. That oh, was that wow. was what they gave. But all we 